I'm creative business coach, Anastasia Williams, and you are listening to Making Magic, a podcast for fiber artists, makers, and creatives who are looking to craft a business with intention. This is the episode that has been long awaited and uh, by you and me because we need to talk about Instagram. And really, what we need to do is talk about your relationship with Instagram. I think that this is a very crucial thing that we have to get to the bottom of um, because I tend to find Most business owners who are utilizing Instagram in our industry, specifically the maker, handmade, fiber arts, creative industries, um, are putting a little bit too much emphasis into Instagram strategy. And what I mean by that is specifically you're just trying to strategize on Instagram. Um, And I, I do know that your people are there and I know that it can be an important tool but the bigger picture being missed is that Instagram is da, 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 just a tool. And it is not something that should ever be considered like your entire marketing plan. Um, all eggs in one basket in most situations is not typically well recommended. Um, what may seem confusing is that I have done courses on Instagram strategies <laughs> and you may already know that and you may be kind of like, uh, I'm not really, I'm not really sure I believe you on this, but here's the thing. So part of my job in being somebody who teaches about marketing and who helps small businesses with their marketing is to help them with social media. And again, When we look at the industries that I typically serve, which again, creative, fiber arts, handmade, those primarily are focused on Instagram as the, as a platform, right? That they, that they utilize for social media more than they do on Facebook or on Twitter or, um, you know, TikTok, maybe TikTok is being more popular. I don't, I don't know, but in general, like my job in teaching marketing to people who use Instagram is to know a lot about Instagram. And I do, I do know a a huge amount about Instagram and how it works or how it has worked. And we'll talk about that here in a second. And then some of the best ways to leverage the platform to increase visibility. And personally, I have spent an insane amount of time and probably too much money learning all of this. However, however, I don't worry about Instagram overall or how the algorithm is treating my content ever. I really, I really truly don't. And that's probably a result of actually understanding the platform to the extent that I do. But basically, it is not worth my brain space and it's not worth yours either to even like consistently stress over it. So I'm going to help you today to relieve some of that burden. So, oh, the big thing here is that Instagram, first and foremost, is a business. 
And really, the algorithm that we talk about is designed to help Facebook, right? Not really you. Um, Facebook owns Instagram, in case you didn't know, and they are, again, a business. And thinking about it this way, it's like, while all businesses do exist with the purpose of helping their customers and audiences, which yours does, mine does, theirs does, they exist more than anything for the purpose of making money. And, and that is because we need money to continue to run our businesses. Even nonprofits need money to run their organizations. Everybody needs money. Money is how we function in this capitalist society. But they, Facebook, like you, have to find a way to combine value for the people so that people are engaged and you know wanting to utilize it because they find it to be useful for them with turning a profit for themselves. And the big thing that I want to stress here is that that does not inherently make them evil. It just makes them a business. That's it. That's all it is. And it's not a bad business model. It really isn't. Um, so primarily Instagram makes their money by acquiring attention. So the, th think of it this way here. Okay. So, so the more time that you spend on the platform, the more opportunities that they have to show you advertisements and sponsored posts. And the more that those advertisements and sponsored posts convert attention to sales, then the more that the businesses behind those advertisements and sponsored posts will spend to keep advertising. So basically here, so Instagram makes money from ads when businesses make money from ads when consumers spend more time on Instagram. So you, as a, as a business, whether you actually spend money on ads or not, so you are trying to make engaging content so that your people will want to continue interacting with you enough to show the algorithm that people are interested in you and also enough to hopefully buy from you at some point. And that engaging content is exactly what Instagram wants you to make because when you win, they win, right? So, I mean, you know, Mark Zuckerberg maybe sucks, but you know, again, the business model is not really a bad thing. Um, you know, in general, we can be annoyed by the way the platform works and we can bitch and moan about it, but ultimately we are the ones who are choosing, emphasis on choosing here, choosing to utilize and engage with it. You know, there is something to be said for the addictive qualities and the ethics around that, um, but we don't need to get into that right now. But the reality is if your people are on Instagram and you like making content for Instagram, then just keep using Instagram and stop worrying about how much it sucks. <laughs> because to be honest, like if you continue to worry about how much it sucks, you're not going to enjoy your time on the app. And that definitely is going to trickle through to your content. You know, marketing is already a huge challenge for many business owners, but you have to enjoy the types of marketing strategies that you are choosing or else you're not even going to try to put your best foot forward. And nobody wants to buy from the person who doesn't try to put their best foot forward. Another thing I want to talk about is the algorithm, the thing that everybody bitches and moans about. All right. Here's the thing. The algorithm changes. It changes all the time, all the time. 
if you feel like you're not getting it right or you're not what some people say pleasing the algorithm gods it's because it's literally impossible to do that first of all there is no singular algorithm being used it is tons and tons of algorithms being simultaneously put into effect secondly they change constantly every second for almost every person so considering that your account could be subject to one specific algorithm but your best pal jerry could be subject to a completely different one you know we've seen this in certain situations where um, the most recent example is that some users are now unable to share posts directly from the grid to a story and now they have to go into kind of the stickers area in the stories to try to do this in a convoluted way and again not everybody has that I still can share my grid post to stories or other people's grid post to stories but I know that there are people who don't have that option anymore so really the big thing is is that you know the fact that the algorithm is out of our control should mean everything right because because there's no conceivable way that we can ever know how it functions or we can ever change how it functions and in reality not I mean okay I'm just gonna say it so a normal rational human being would understand that things beyond our control are not worth worrying about um, and if you haven't adopted this mindset yet this is the moment to do that because what matters is not what the algorithm is either doing or not doing with your content what matters is how you're choosing to communicate the value of your products and services to your people. The other thing I really, 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 really want to talk about is that growth does not equal sales. The heart to heart that needs to be had here is, is follower accounts. Follower numbers do not matter. They mean quite honestly, very, very, very little if anything at all because anyone can have a high follower count for any reason you know maybe somebody bought followers maybe they built a following from a previous life or a previous business maybe they you know struck out by taking those photos that just kind of went viral but does that mean that the account with that high follower count actually makes money no no not at all I mean, there are many situations in which um, I've seen a little bit behind the curtains of individuals who have over 25,000 followers, and those accounts don't make enough money to sustain their full-time income. So if you think of it this way, let's, let's look at a, a movie theater here. So not everybody who comes to the theater and buys a ticket also buys the popcorn. Instagram is the same. So if you want to make sales, if you want to convert followers to customers, if you want them to buy your popcorn once they're already in your theater, meaning your grid, then you need to learn what those people need or want and find a way to let them know that what you have is either going to provide some form of transformation, it's going to make their lives better, it's going to help them feel the way they want to feel, or it's going to reinforce values. That is the crux of marketing. If you do not have that language in place, it doesn't matter if you have all the followers in the world. People just won't buy your stuff. 
Now, along with this, like worrying about follower counts, the other thing is worrying about insights. And that is something that I've seen more and more of is that, you know, people check every single post and how well it's doing and how many shares and saves it's gotten and, you know, where the reach has come from, how are their hashtags working, X, Y, Z. And, and the thing is, is that I like to treat insights the way that I would treat a retirement account, which is you can look at it from time to time, but you don't obsess over it because you're really in this for the long haul. It's a long game. It's not an every single day, you know, we need to make changes game. Um, Retirement accounts are the same, by the way. Trust me, I work in the retirement industry Um, for my full time. But I just really want people to kind of take a step back from thinking like, oh, this post didn't do well. I don't know what happened. I used the same hashtags. I did this. I did that. Blah, blah, blah. So many factors go into why somebody may or may not see our posts. Consider the season that it is. Are people inside? Or are they spending more time outside? Consider uh, what's going on in the world. Is there a pandemic and a lot of people are at home and bored and can't interact with the human beings in person? Or are we back to normal? And, you know, there are social interactions that are going on. Depends on where you live in the country, by the way. Um, uh, but you know, really that, that constant fussing and, and worrying over all these little tiny details are just, again, you're missing the forest for the trees. We have to look at what is your marketing strategy overall? What kind of things are you trying to help your people with? Then from there, you can choose how to help them in different places. So whether that's helping them through Instagram, whether that's helping them on a newsletter, whether it's in stories, whether it's in the copy on your website, whether it's in your blog, whether it's on your podcast, everything can translate across channels. And so I, again, like I just don't want you to get caught up on details. Now, it's not all futile here. You know, you can still learn best practices and it can be really beneficial to learn those best practices and have knowledge around, you know, maybe picking a decent hashtags or understanding what insights are trying to tell you because, I mean, it is worth looking at them from time to time to see how things are going. Um, but using Instagram is the same as using any other platform. They can provide valuable information and give you a great place to interact with your audience. And that, again, it goes across the board. It's not just Instagram. Maybe only your top followers will see the majority of your stuff, but that doesn't mean that that can't also be an amazing thing. Sales are sales, right? Sure, we always want more, right? Like that's that's just kind of who we are as uh, primarily Americans. Um, but we can't discredit the sales that we do get and we cannot brush off the people who already love to interact with us. Um, you know, best practices at this time are a little bit up in the air. Uh, I originally recorded this podcast um, a week ago and within a week I realized I needed to change some things because I was going to talk about I have this authentically insta-guided workbook that I created back in February and ran a whole course around it and have been selling the workbook as a standalone and I'm planning on putting it into my business homeowners association membership that's starting in November. However, it's going to need some massive revisions because we're already seeing that, you know, now hashtags where previously they could go in either your captions or your comments and the algorithm didn't care which 
now Instagram is specifically saying, we want you to put them in your captions and not your comments. Now, some people are saying that they're seeing less reach, but again, like we're just going off of what Instagram is telling us at this point. So they are moving away from using hashtags as a primary search feature. They want things to be more dynamic. And so the utilization of hashtags is something that it seems like they're almost phasing out because now they're even saying, don't use any more than three to five. Whereas in the past we've been like, here's 30. And in some ways there's like sneaky ways to use 90 and, and things like that. So, um, it's just, it's very interesting. So I'm in the process of learning more about the changes that are coming up so that I can provide that information to you guys when it becomes, you know, clear to me and available to me. Um, and if you are going to be a part of the business homeowners association, uh, membership, then you will definitely have access to information as I develop it. Um, but in the meantime, and always, whether or not you know exactly what hashtag strategy to use, which, ugh, whatever, um, or, you know, how to gamify your stories or, uh, I don't, I just like all these silly little things that don't actually matter how to get on the explore page. Like, ugh. anyway, here's what I, here's what I highly recommend. Just focus on what works for you. I mean, use the app in the way that you need to use it and the way that you want to use it. So if you need to schedule posts ahead of time and you want to use a third-party scheduler, like Plan with two ends, Planoly or Later, um, which in the past has been discouraged by Instagram themselves, just do it anyway. Just do it anyway. Your time is more valuable than follower reach or post reach or ugh, any of that stuff. Um, quick side note is that if you want to schedule posts and you don't want to use a third party scheduler in case you are still concerned about this, which I know you probably are, uh, you can use the Facebook business manager for desktop and, um, allegedly Instagram won't limit your visibility. So there you go. Schedule your posts ahead of time, save yourself some time. Um, but also too, if you need to take a break from the platform, take a break. Um, you may have to work a little, and I mean very little to get your reach back to where it was, but just don't overextend yourself to please an algorithm. Just take a break. If you don't want to make reels, don't make reels. I tried it. I don't really like it very much. I haven't found a way that to do it that feels fun to me or feels, uh, authentic to who I am. Like I'm a big goofball, but like, I'm not like very entertaining, I wouldn't say, um, beyond my snark. And I don't know how snark would translate super well to a reel. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. But if you, if you don't want to do something, don't do it. If you don't want to do Instagram lives, don't do Instagram lives. Like the world will not end. Your business will not end. You know, life will go on. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Do your own thing. Take care of you and yourself as a business owner because you are the most important asset that you have within your business. And taking care of your business long before you put unnecessary time and energy into Instagram is going to pay off in full, far, far, far more um, in the future. And, you know, if we've learned anything, which we have today because this is the day that Instagram went down and Facebook went down and WhatsApp went down for like a few hours, um, which is a very big deal actually. 
the thing is, is that eggs in one basket, again, is not really a great thing. Uh, this is partially why you will hear people say, have a newsletter. And you probably already got newsletters in your inbox today saying, this is why we have newsletters. <laughs> I think I've gotten like four of those. Um, I follow a lot of marketing people though, so it's very, uh, it makes a lot of sense for me. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's true. Like when you vary your presence across platforms and across channels, then when things like this happen, if outages happen or you get locked out of your account because somebody hacked it, by the way, turn on two-factor authentication, please do it. I don't know how many accounts I see that are like, hey, I had to build a completely new account because somebody hacked it and I didn't have my two-factor authentication on, turn it on now. Um, but, you know, if you have those things that kind of take it out of your control and you no longer have the ability to interact with it, then you also don't have the ability to access that audience anymore. So, um, you know, having something like a newsletter means that that's something that is your own channel. That's something that, you know, emails go to an inbox no matter what. There's no algorithm in an inbox, at least not yet. That email stays at the top of the list in bold until you click on it. So it can be really, it can be really powerful to have that. But again, you can utilize other things too. People use Reddit for pattern releases. People use YouTube to talk about pattern releases. People use, you know, a podcast. It, there's so many different places, and not just pattern releases. I'm just using these as examples from um, conversations that we've had in my uh, Homeowners Association membership uh, in the Slack group this past week. But there are so many different channels that maybe we aren't utilizing to the extent because we're putting so much energy into Instagram and just worrying so much about it. So I'm just going to really encourage you, stop worrying about it. Please stop worrying about it. Start to use it in a way that actually brings you joy and is fun for you. I mean that. I genuinely mean that. And for the love of all that is holy, please stop worrying about follower counts and stop worrying about the stupid algorithm. Okay. I love you. That's it. Um, Again, you've heard me talking about it a lot. We're kind of ramping up here, aren't we? Um, you can see that November is getting really, really close because we're at the beginning of October. Uh, my Business Homeowners Association is getting ready for the doors to open um, in a couple of weeks for you know everybody to kind of start flooding in. Actually, you can pre-enroll now. You can get in the Slack group now. We are very engaged in the Slack group. Today, I think there were like 100 posts, and now I have to go back and try to catch up on those. And we have those days, and they happen pretty frequently. So, you know, and it's not really a ton of people at the moment. So this is a great place to get in and build really good connections, build really close connections, and, um, you know, get that transparency around certain things in the industry that, you know, not everybody's willing to share outright. But in this close space, you know, where it is definitely a place where trust is being built. This is, this is the place to do it. Um, and of course, you know, with the homeowners association, we are going to have coaching calls. We are going to have office hour calls. We are going to have Instagram information. We are going to have Pinterest information. We're going to have branding information. There's going to be so much around, you know, running your business and it will be that ongoing support that sometimes we just really need. You know, one session every once in a while with a coach is fine. A three-month membership is also fine, but your business lasts more than three months. The support you need should also be longer than that. So that's what I'm here for. If you're curious about it, you can learn about it on my website at 
www.anastasiacreates.co slash B as in business, HOA for Homeowners Association. Um, and I would love to have you in there. Really, truly, I would. And I think, I think that's where we're just going to leave everything today. So uh, next week, I will be back with an interview about collaborations. And...